Alright, welcome back to Hawaii Real, everybody. I'm your host, Io Ke'ehu, and I have with me, this is after the election. After the election. After the election, yeah. Kayleen Kobashigawa. AKA the Kayleen the Cowgirl for making yes. cow. You were helping her uh, with her um, campaign for I like was. the past several months. Yeah. So let's jump to the elections here. Um, what did you think about the mail-in election and then hearing about the long lines? Because there were super long lines last night um, for people just showing up to the two ballot or the polling places, one at Kapolehale, one at Honolulu Hale. Mm-hmm. And there were lines, there were like thousands of people, thousands of people lining up mm-hmm. in line for like three hours, four hours, five hours. Some said they were in line for six yeah. hours just to register to vote and get in to vote. I thought that was ridiculous. I mean, honestly, people, you guys have from like October 20th, if you're going to go in and vote in person, which I was a huge advocate for. Um, if you couldn't for whatever reason, like, you know, work or whatever, I my sec- the second best option, in my opinion, is to just fill out your ballot and drop it off at the drop-off box. <laughs> um, my thoughts on the mail-in ballot? It was convenient for people. Um, that's for sure. Um, if I wasn't suspicious on fraud, I would totally be for mail-in ballots because, I mean, I'm like one of those people that don't like to be, you know. There's no fraud. There's what are you no- talking about? <laughs> there can't be any fraud with mail-in ballots. No. I've lost mail. I mean, you know. Right. Lost mail or mailed out ballots that are going to like households oh, yes. and there'll be like six ballots going to that household. Right. There's one person living there and that one person like fills them all out. You don't know. Or one person, you know, passed away, but they still got a ballot. Right. Right. So, right. um, I know we're checking the signatures and everything against it, but how accurate is that? Yeah. Right. 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 Who um, knows? well, yeah. So with the long lines from yesterday, I thought that was crazy. Um, I, I didn't understand why there were so many people coming out, last night when they could have you know physically gone in to register and vote in person from october 20th and they were they were like honolulu Hale and kapolei Hale were open from monday through saturday from 8 30 to 4 so i just it didn't i didn't understand why everyone just decided to go yesterday yeah i didn't understand that either and i didn't understand why we couldn't get a first print out you know after seven i mean People have been mailing in their ballots, dropping them off, going in person to vote for a while. I would think they were would be also like counting, you know, tallying who has what, you know, votes. Mm-hmm. But you, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I, I know that um, I do know that I think, well, that's my own opinion that, you know, the Hawaii voting uh, agency was just wholly unprepared for the amount of people coming out. And I guess they took it from the estimates from prior elections and how that, you know, we don't have a big turnout here in Hawaii. So, yeah, we can cut it down to two polling places. It's mm. like, guys, uh, mm. you're, you're not being prepared. You're not being a good Boy Scout or Girl Scout. Like, But, but now that I think about it, they were constantly promoting, oh, um, your mailboxes, your you know, your ballot box they or whatever. Were. They, they were. were. They were heavily. So maybe that's why they were so understaffed and so unprepared. Um, not an excuse, but... <laughs> but it just, it boggles my mind to think that there's so many people that came out 
and were willing to stand in line for hours to vote in this election. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why? Here in Hawaii, why would you stand in line for hours and hours and hours to just to pass or I mean, submit I your vote? I mean, I think people were just, I think, undecided, too. I think that was another thing. I think people didn't know who they were going to vote for until, like, today's the last day. This is your last chance to cast your vote. So maybe that's all the procrastinators. I'm not yeah. sure. And then you get my friends on Facebook who are like, nope, they don't deserve the vote. Nope, nope. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's like, do we really want those people voting? I mean, Procrastinated. I, I wanted their they get, votes they, to count. They but do. They have the right to vote. They do. And they have the right to stand in line and, and, and vote. Till 11? Yeah. Right? Was it till 11? It was something like that. Because they didn't release like, I don't even know what time they released the first printout. I think it was before midnight. Yeah. But I was sleeping already. Yeah, me too. I was like, no, nah, I'm not waking up for this. Find out in the morning. I know. Found out this morning and I was sad. But I, I mentally I've been mentally preparing for that result. For the prosecutor. Right, 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 race. right. Judge Alm uh won mm-hmm. the prosecutor's race. It was close though. It was a lot closer than the mayoral. So um, you know, Megan did an awesome job. She really put herself out there, got to know her community and her supporters. And that's, you know, sometimes that's all you really can do. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, Hawaii's a funny place for elections. It's like name recognition's huge. Yes. Who you know is huge. Yeah, I don't know. I don't plan on running for office. So. <laughs> do you? No? no? No, never, never. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> that's too much stress. Yeah. yeah. So when did you uh, submit your ballot? I went in to vote. On October 20th, the day that they opened the... Um, oh, so you went in person? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. How come you went in person? Um, so I went with my boyfriend. And initially, well, in primary, I just filled out my mail-in ballot and they put in the drop box. We both did that. But a week after the results came out for primary, he got a letter in the mail saying that his vote was not counted because of his signature. It didn't match whatever was on file. So I told him, hey, you know, for general, we got to go in because we have to make this count. So that's why we did it. And I mean, just the whole like all these stories that I've been seeing on um, ballot harvesting <laughs> got yeah. me nervous. Um, more, more of a reason why I decided that we should go and vote in person. But you did it early. Yes. Yeah, we did it early. And like it, was, it was voter. fine. Yeah. There was no like miles and miles of people waiting in line for six hours. It was took us like 20 minutes. I mean, I love that Hawaii did that. I love that tons of people came out to vote. But mm-hmm. man, we need more than two polling stations. I agree. Oh, I agree. sorry. Like, <laughs> and then you said you said that you voted by mail. Yeah. So I, I dropped my um, ballot off in the mail mm, like over a week and a half ago. Oh, okay. So there was time. There was enough, more than enough time. And it was one of those where, like, I knew who I was going to vote for long before. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I didn't, I didn't have uh, doubts or questions or anything like that. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, like, the late voters here in Hawaii, mm-hmm. did they, did they have like that kind of decision making, and that's why they were voting late? 
like they just were unsure. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I mean, especially for, you know, the major local elections. I don't think a lot of, I honestly don't think a lot of people care about our local elections more than like the presidential. I think people were more focused on that than who was running for mayor, who was running for a prosecuting attorney. Because I have, you know, friends online that were only talking about vote for Trump or vote for Biden. And I saw nothing about mayoral or or the prosecuting attorney's race. And so when I did ask someone, like, just casually, oh, who, who are you voting for, for mayor? And they're like, I don't even know who's running. And I was like... It's like, these are the Hello. people that are voting. God. I know. It's like completely un... Or disconnected from, like, what's going on in the world. And they just... It's like, if you don't know who's running for mayor, what? Especially you, have you been you living live under here. a rock? Yeah. So that was just, for me, that was frustrating to see friends or even family members that were so out of touch with what was happening here on the local level. Because, you know, this is the year or was the year to really pay attention to local politics, to local government because of how they are or how they were handling and still are handling the pandemic. Um, but they just don't really seem to care. Um, I know this one person that said that he's going to vote for Keith simply because Rick voted for Trump four years ago. And I was like, that's so shallow. Like that's exactly what I said. But then, so when I confronted this person about it, they said, well, you know, if he voted for Trump, that says a lot about his leadership style. And I was like, how? Yeah, he voted for a billionaire who's <laughs> self-made a lot of money. I mean, say what you will. You know, I have my own opinions about um, the president. You I mean, people call him stupid. And, I, you know, I get that. He says dumb stuff all the time. Yeah. But if he's stupid, what does that make us? Because this is a guy that, like, has built a real estate empire mm -hmm. like he's anything and he's made deals throughout his life mm -hmm. you know before he ran for president trump was synonymous with becoming a rich person right right and i think that whole that whole thing kind of crashed down when he uh ran for president mm -hmm. but to call him stupid it's like mm, what does that what does that make us like because he's very successful yes uh, you know in, in like it a monetary way, financial way, sure. definitely very successful. Mm -hmm. He's got a large family mm -hmm. and his kids, you know, from all intents, his kids like him, adore him, support him. That's a success. Like mm -hmm. there's other candidates whose kids are mm, not so much. Won't name names, won't point <laughs> no fingers. Name but so when I look at that, it's like, okay, well, if, if that, if he's stupid, what is, you know, again, what does that make the rest of us? So it's like. Yeah, that, I feel like that's a totally, that can be a totally different episode. <laughs> that can be totally, we, I can talk about that <laughs> a lot. I've actually dabbled around with like, should I like just have my own podcast at my house where I just like give off my own opinions and stuff, have like 15 minute, 20 minute here, here and there. So maybe, I don't know. Just monologue your opinions on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. see how that goes. It's like, can I get fired from my job? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> do your coworkers know you have this podcast? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, most people do. Okay, most people do. Okay. But I'm trying to get it out through more people. Uh, so I'm like, 
I want more people to see that, yes, I do have a podcast and, you know, I do have these cool guests on and, you know, we just talk story and, you know, there's no real, um, I haven't really boxed myself into any concept or topic, you know, so I can, I feel comfortable talking, you know, kind of about whatever. Okay. Yeah. Having a podcast is fun. It is when, well, one thing that I struggle with, with mine is she has a podcast i do but i'm not gonna talk about it too much (laughs) (laughs) is i guess okay so mine's is different because i don't have guests and i just talk for like 30 minutes to 45 minutes about Mm -hmm. whatever and there was a time where i actually did write a script and would just read off of that but then writing the script itself would take too much time too much time like I think one time I spent maybe like four or five hours writing a script. Oh my God. I know. And I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. It should be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But when I would just wing it, sometimes I would just not, I wouldn't know what to say. And I would have so much like dead space in the podcast. I would have to just edit it out. And editing is something else that's really frustrating for me because it, that also takes a lot of time it does, to do too. It does. Even with my podcast, like it does take another two hours to edit each I, episode. I can't imagine. And I'm sorry, you're probably going to have to edit this a lot. Nah, we're good. <laughs> I get faster with repetitions, so <laughs> we're good. But at least you're creating, you know. I think that's good. I think especially with the pandemic and people staying home, mm-hmm. um, people finding either hobbies or something to, to take up their time and, you know, have an outlet. Right. You know, especially when they're like, everything was shut down before like the beaches and the parks and all that stuff. Yeah. The malls. It's like, what do you do? I mean, I guess that's why it was kind of good also to get myself involved with Megan's campaign yeah. and do all this stuff. It, it did take a lot of, um, a lot of my free time, but I was very willing to do it. And I, I put a lot of time and effort. And I, I think the reception that I got was fairly positive aside from that one incident. Um, because I think it wasn't yesterday, but it was the day before. But people that I've never met before um, actually messaged me and they said that they thought that I did a good job. And I was like, oh, like I wasn't, I don't expect those kind of things. Um, I just do it. <laughs> so it was really nice to see that um, I, it, it felt like I, I reached, I was able to reach out to um, at least five or six people. <laughs> I think it was a little more than that. <laughs> No, I thought you did. A, I thought you did a good job with, especially with like the Instagram posts and stuff like that, because they were really consistent. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you guys were going out and sign waving and stuff like that. So. Oh yeah, I mean Megan was going out at the most random times. I, like I could not keep up with her. Um, we met maybe met on Zoom a few times when she, we would like touch base about fundraising and all that stuff. And she would try to tell us what her schedule was going to look like for the next two weeks with debates and things like that. But everything was so fast paced that sometimes we were given the wrong information. <laughs> so I would post the wrong date and time for a certain like debate or whatever. And I'd have to redact it and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah, but mistakes happen. Yeah. Mistakes happen. But I thought that's what was really um, fun about, this experience too was it was so grassroots and you know she wasn't she didn't have obviously as much money as the top running candidates like rick or keith or even you know steve um 
was backed by almost all the unions. It was very, um, like, we we really had to bust ass for this You were told, yeah, you guys were total underdogs in this. Right. And it was, uh, we were just, I was glad that she came close. And, you know, throughout this entire time, I was putting all my time into it. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, this, she might lose. And I have to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, because I personally feel that, you know, it's cliche, but I think things happen for a reason. And if this was not her time, this was not her time. And I can only hope, no pun intended, <laughs> that Steve does well. That's all we can do. So That was a pun. It was. <laughs> it was punny. <laughs> I'm watching you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hope Steve for the best. Um, I hope he goes in, goes in and... Uh, not cleans house, but actually, you know, improves the prosecutor's office. Right. Yeah. You know, and brings them back to a stature that they deserve because mm -hmm. there's a lot of hard workers there and they do do a lot of good work. Mm -hmm. So glad to see. Um, with that, would you recommend um, galvanizing other people to get involved with candidates and the election process and stuff like that? Um, yes, definitely. I think people, I will. I take that back a little bit because I think people have taken voting a lot more seriously this year, especially people my age and younger. But I think the focus on the race was more on the presidential than it was on the local elections. And that's what I that's what bothered me the most, because people were going all gung ho for, you know, vote for Biden or vote for Trump or whatever. But. I didn't see anybody talking about the mayoral race and more importantly, nobody talking about the prosecuting attorney's race. So, and you know, I, when I did ask somebody, um, who were, who were they going to vote for, for the mayoral, they couldn't even tell me who was running. So <laughs> killing me guys, killing me. <laughs> this is why Hawaii will stay the same because people are not putting in the same time and effort as they were putting into the presidential to find out who they will be electing in the local elections. Well, it's like, where is that disconnect? Where's that disconnect where people aren't hearing about the issues at hand? Is it social media? Is it TV? Like, are people just living under a rock and not paying attention to what's going on around them? You know, this may sound bad, but I think people are choosing not to, you know, learn about their local government. I mean, we're in a time where our cell phone is literally a computer. You can just Google anything and learn more about it. But I think people may choose not to want to take any interest into local politics. And I think they should because, I mean, you know, Fortunately, we live here in Hawaii. I think we're still considered the safest state out of all the, what's going on in the mainland for sure. True. Because um, I would not want to be living in the mainland right now. <laughs> um, but I think because n there's not enough action going on here, they're going to focus more on something that is that is getting more action, like what's, what, what's happening in the mainland throughout this entire year. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I couldn't understand why they wouldn't get involved in the, their local races and their local candidates and stuff like that. It's like, come on, people. That's what we're here for. 
Yeah, I mean, especially if you do live here too, you should kind of at least know who our mayor and governor are. Yeah, know who's running for mayor before you're voting. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, I don't know. It's not like we're a massive, huge city or county or something like that that you get lost in the crowd. It's like, come on, it's this guy or that guy. Right, 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 right. Like you said, everybody has a cell phone in their pockets. Like you guys have like... All the knowledge of human history in your pocket mm-hmm. and you're using it to watch like kitty cat videos on TikTok instead of like finding out about the world around exactly. you. Exactly. God. Yeah. That's the world we live in. I know. Talking about like, I was talking to someone about uh, censoring videos like t- Twitter was caught censoring um, a lot actually. Mm-hmm. That, like even to last night mm-hmm. during the election, they were censoring the president's tweets. It's like, you shouldn't be doing that. Why are they censoring, like, uh, you know, the kitty cat videos and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Cruelty to animals. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I did see that, though. The kitty cat videos? Oh, I always see the kitty cat videos. No, you, That's, like, my favorite thing. No. The, the censoring. censoring. Yeah. What do you think about that? Whole nother topic. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I haven't seen too much censoring locally. No. Maybe it's because it's been censored. I don't know. Well, I think the candidates here are like level-headed enough to speak about things that wouldn't necessarily be censored. But then it's like, why are anything? Why is anything being censored? That's true. I mean, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's really scary because you know people bring up they're trying to suppress the first your First Amendment rights and being able to express yourself and all of that stuff, but. Um, at the same time, though, and I wonder if this is why Twitter and Facebook feel entitled that they can censor is because they're their own, like they're, they're their own private platform, meaning right. they can do whatever they want to do. So if they see something that they don't like, they can just take it off for just because they don't like it. Is sure. that right? Which is kind of what they've been doing, mm-hmm. what they've been saying. Like, you know, we're protecting people's, you know, right under our platform and mm-hmm. we have policies in place mm-hmm. to to um, basically censor certain material that comes out there. Mm-hmm, Hateful mm-hmm. speech, that kind of stuff. It's like, okay. And then they go testify in front of the Senate and like they haven't censored like Ayatollah in Iran at all for like calling to kill Jews and like destroy the United States and stuff like that. It's like, how come you're not censoring him? How come he can tweet whatever the hell he wants? But Trump can't tweet like anything about the vote. Like, right, what the hell? right. Right. Complete double standard. But at the same time, it's like Twitter has become so big. And I had this discussion with my kids because they didn't understand what was going on with the whole mm. um, censorship and Twitter thing and stuff like that. And why um, conservatives were saying, you know, all this stuff about censorship mm-hmm. is that uh, so Twitter has become such a big platform. Facebook also, Instagram to a lesser extent, uh, YouTube and Google to a very large extent. Yes. A lot of people get their news directly from those uh, platforms but twitter has become such a big platform and is used by government entities to give information to the public mm-hmm. and we found that out with like the missiles the missile launch the north korean missile launch attack here in hawaii right and governor Ige was like oh, i didn't have my twitter password it's like whatever dude that's the worst 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 ever and then we reelected him I know. like people are dumb i'm sorry i know 
Like, like don't he should have been upset. out just for that. Yes, don't get upset at David. You guys are the ones that voted him back in. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't vote for Ige on the second time. I didn't either. But I didn't I'm vote shocked. for him the first time. <laughs> <laughs> totally shocked. But so you have government entities using Twitter mm-hmm. as a platform to make announcements. Right. Right. Uh, therein lies. Okay, you can't be censoring government entities then, mm-hmm. which they're still doing. Mm-hmm. So, and government entities being like. The president of the United States, the White House, press secretary, like, yeah, those are their personal platforms, but to some extent they are making announcements on behalf of, you know, the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether you like it or disagree with it or not, they're actually making those announcements. So, right. Right. and it should be, and I was again talking to my kids about this, it should be as the viewer or as um, the consumer of that information, it should be our choice whether or not we should see that and follow it and believe it. Like it shouldn't be up to Twitter and right. their quote unquote fact checkers to just all of a sudden shut down a mainstream newspaper that has been in circulation for over 200 years. Like it's one of the biggest newspapers in the country. And because they don't like, because Twitter doesn't like what they're posting, they censor them block them completely it's like no you can't do that you're like when you do stuff like that you're going to call down the reins of government to come down on you and start regulating you right like you just you're putting a spotlight on yourself right and like you brought up fact checkers yeah like who are these fact checkers we haven't had fact checkers until this year right yeah it's, it's a fairly recent thing um for what facebook and twitter mm-hmm. and oh, does google use it i don't know I don't know if Google uses it, but definitely, well, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So if someone posts something that's false, then you the post still remains, but then there's this there's this filter that goes over the post that says this is false and this this is why. So you can click to see why it's false, and then you can click to see the original post. And I don't know. And then know. You're, sometimes you read why it's false, and it's like, wait a minute, that kind of sounds like it's true. <laughs> You guys are wrong. <laughs> yeah, because the fact checkers do get it wrong too. Like, mm-hmm. and they're not government people. So yeah. when they when they when Twitter censored the New York Post, mm-hmm. um, they did it based on their fact checkers because it was hacked material. But, and this is the CEO testifying in front of Congress was like, yeah, we didn't have any evidence that it was hacked material. I was like, well, then why did you censor it? It's just a a nice way of saying we just didn't like. <laughs> It is, right? That is completely and utterly what it is. They did not like it. They did not agree with it. And they just shut it down from the American public. And that's scary. That's totally scary. And it's only going to bring down government regulation on them. Sorry. Or change the First Amendment to include social media platforms. Which, you know, I mean, I'm going to agree with. with. I mean, if there was like a neo-Nazi group on Facebook, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to join it. Right. You don't need to censor them. Like, I'm not going to join them. You know? You don't need to censor. I mean, people aren't that stupid. So I think, but then you have, like, thousands of voters showing up on voter election day to stand in line to register to vote. <laughs> like, God. So Maybe we crazy. do need censors. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it is. it is kind of amazing, the world that we're living in right now. Yes, yeah, very different time. It's it's crazy because it feels like this this year feels like it's been years <laughs> instead of 
what we're well we're already into November already, but it still feels like it's March for me. Twenty twenty will go down in history books as one of those years. Mm-hmm. I can't think of another year that had like a dramatic as dramatic of an impact. I mean, outside of like the world wars. Right, sure. Um that changed the world so much. I know, because even in February, um, my boyfriend and I went to Japan and that's when they kind of first started talking about coronavirus, but this is when they said masks don't work. So we brought masks with us, but we actually didn't really wear it at all in Japan because they were telling us it wasn't it was ineffective. And then when we came back to Hawaii, that's when we've already had our first case here. And they were like, okay, everyone has to wear a mask now. It's kind of been like that since. But that's a totally different topic too. But it's my point is, is that the world has just changed so much from March until now. Before that, we could go wherever we wanted and be around our family members. I haven't hugged my grandma and grandpa since February or earlier, actually. So, I mean, you know, there are times where I would just stop by to drop off something, but can't hug or stay long it's kind of sad but yeah that's the world we live in today i guess and we're still waiting on that vaccine right so yeah we're still waiting (laughs) yeah so like um at my workplace they still have these uh flyers put up that say uh 15 days to slow the spread and these papers have been up there for months it's yeah and then the h3 thing so that was another like political stunt was like they didn't get any permits or anything for that they just shut down a an interstate, a United States interstate, to do testing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you know, like for a good cause, but sure, yep. It's a good thing nobody got into an accident driving over there. Yeah, they would have been, the state would have been, state would have been liable for that because there was no there was no permit for for any of the coning or anything like that with the Department of Transportation. They just decided to shut it down. Do they just do that because the U.S. Surgeon General was here, and they thought, "Oh, he's here, so let's just do it." And probably, I don't know. But did you hear he got sighted <laughs> in the park? I heard that when it first happened. I was like, "Oh, this is this oh is this is cherry. This is good gosh. news." That is. What ridiculous. did he get sighted for? Oh, he was in a park riding his bike. Oh, he well, didn't he see was, the, the he, thing was closed. Like he just rode, rode around it. Yeah. Well, he well, at the time he was sighted, he was like taking pictures of the scenery or something like that yeah right? i mean it's cool little beach park right? right beautiful yep but dude there's nobody else at the park why are you there by yourself well, i mean with other people too but <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny he and pled he, not guilty he pled not guilty yeah and so we'll see um, did you see who's representing him no uh michael green okay sorry bud you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have to pay yeah, Michael Green representing you. I, I, I'm just talking. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he'll get. Maybe he'll get scot free from it. That's another thing. I just like. I don't know what the prosecutor's office is going to do with all of these citations. Right. That's that's too much to handle. I know. Um, tens of thousands of citations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I know Megan was able to help dismiss a few. Of, well, not a few, but quite a few of them. Um, that were like unconstitutional, like people were cited for eating, I think in the same car or something like that. Ooh, no. In the parking lot or. Yeah. Yeah. So she was able to help some people dismiss 
certain citations. But I mean, there's still tens of thousands that I think people still had to pay for. Jesus. I heard they're like getting dropped to like $50 fines or $100 fines. Oh, really? Like they're getting dropped, yeah. That's... I mean, you can't plead guilty to that and because it's a misdemeanor unless they're dropping it to a violation. Because mm. if it's a misdemeanor, hey, that goes on your record for like, you know, job interviews and stuff like that. Hey, have you ever been, you know, convicted of a crime? Yes. I was sitting on a park bench. Yeah. I was eating my <laughs> plate lunch and I got a ticket for not having oh social distance six feet from the person next to me. And therefore I have a misdemeanor to my name. <laughs> Yeah, it's wrong. It's just totally wrong. If it was a violation, that'd be a different story, I think. But to make right. it a crime, yeah. Elections, vote. Do your research, Do please. Your research. Don't just vote for somebody because their opponent voted for Trump four years ago. Please. Well, we're not going to have to worry about that because Rick, oh, yeah. Rick Blangiardi, kudos to Rick. Uh, good okay. job. You won. Yay. Yay. So we'll see, you know. Yep. And then we have the governor's race happening in a couple of years, mm-hmm. right? So Kirk Caldwell is running and probably Josh Green, I think. Nobody knew? Like, come on, let's get some new names out here, guys. Um, I've we'll heard see. rumors I mean, of Keith. That's got to be a rumor. It's like, come on, dude. You couldn't <laughs> win mayor. You're going to go for governor? Yay. <laughs> And watch him win. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Don't say that. We're going to put this on YouTube and we're going to watch it like two years from now and be like, oh, well, oh, see, look, we called it. We called it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I hope more people decide to run in. Because a lot of people ran for the mayoral race. I think like, yep. what, 15? Yeah, that was kind of crazy. So many people were running for mayor. Yeah. Like, what? Why? Did they just want a job? I don't know. It's during the pandemic, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, props to them for, for volunteering and putting themselves out there. I mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. So that's that's a difficult position to put yourself in. Right. Hey, let's go, you know, try to be mayor of a county that's <laughs> under pandemic lockdown. <laughs> it's not, uh, this is not an easy place to start from, you know. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Rick's got a lot of stuff to <laughs> oh yeah, like you're, you're gonna start off right away with like the economy and trying to build us back up. Yeah, deal with testing and deal with tourists coming back. So <laughs> <laughs> happy days, Rick. <laughs> he's gonna be like three months in. He's gonna be like, "Why did I do this?" <laughs> I don't know. And then the prosecutor's office, like, is is Judge Om gonna have to deal with all of those pandemic citations over the next year? Because it goes until like all the way into 2021 is when they're setting court dates and stuff. Oh. Yeah. That's a I management wonder. nightmare. Yeah, I don't know. I don't work for them, so I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see how he handles that. But uh, let's get more people to vote. That was good. And, um, yeah, just thank you so much for um, being a part of the electoral process and and um, coming out and, you know, using your time and, your knowledge and your experience to post a lot on social media to get people galvanized to go out and vote. Oh, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Um, again, I wouldn't, I don't regret doing any of it. Would I do it again? Only if it were for Megan. 
Well, you're gonna you're gonna peg yourself to loyalty right there. Yeah, I'm gonna go I think on. So. Okay. But like, if Megan doesn't run, but somebody else runs for a different office, maybe no. Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure because she, to me, was the only one that was very transparent and the only one that was putting herself out there in the community, online and in person, trying to help educate people, um, to make them more knowledgeable of their rights and what the system is like here. I don't I don't think I mean I haven't seen anyone. Have you seen anyone actively try to you know talk about what their job is? Well, if they were to get elected for a prosecuting attorney's position like what they're supposed to do, what they can do, cannot do and all that stuff. Not to the extent that Megan's done. Yeah. Like I think that's very different. Um I think people like that, but unfortunately not enough people. So. Yeah. Again, I'm sad, yeah. but you know it is what it is, and we'll just go from here and see what happens. We can't just keep crying about it. No, no, there's always just move on. Yeah. yeah. Every every hurdle is just meant to be, you know, jumped over. So. Right, right, right. All right. Kayleen, thank you so much for coming on Hawaii Real. Oh, thank you for having me. Yay. Yay. All right, everybody. Stay happy, Hawaii.